0: Well, well, well. Look who decided to show up. Must be my fucking birthday. Yeah. Look at you with them toes. We just got demonetized on YouTube. (laughs) Welcome to the Bucket of Beef Show. My name is Luke Hodson. My name is Alex Morrison. Once again, thank you so much for showing up for the pod. This is episode 9. Episode 9. Which is crazy. In total, we've done... Like, 18. No. Tomorrow will be 18. Yeah. Tomorrow will 18. be 18. Because, for all of you that don't know or haven't been paying attention, Crazy. we have a Patreon page. Whoa! Where we review each and every episode of The Last of Us. Wow. We're going to be doing something fun soon that has yet to be determined by the patrons for our next little iteration of Patreon-exclusive content. But we
1: have the ideas. We have the ideas. They're ready. They're set. Um... But join us over there for exclusive voting power, early access to our newest episodes, including this one. Luke, I have a question for you today. Please, lay it on me. Here's my question for you today, Hmm. because I don't think we've done this yet. Rank yourself on the beef meter. Jeez, rank myself on the beef meter? Yeah. I feel like you caught me
0: at a low point in my day. (laughs) In general. In general. And I want you to be kind to yourself. I think I'm, like, fine to be around. I think I'm, (laughs) like, a fucking...
1: Be fucking kind to yourself. I'm gonna
0: be the fucking. Uh, I'll be like a, like the the best Texas Roadhouse steak you've ever had, and then some of the rolls because it's just like it's still Texas Roadhouse, you know.
1: But I've had some exceptional steak from Texas Roadhouse, oh, yeah. and if it's the best That's steak kind. you've gotten,
0: people order you every day. They man. love you, man. They want you. I'll be like the like a ribeye. Or T-bone. No, ribeye. is my favorite steak. I'll be that. There you go. Yeah. Pick your favorite steak. That's what the fuck I'm talking yeah. about. Mashed potatoes. Absolutely. A little bit of uh, Coke with whiskey. Whiskey Coke. Yeah. I feel yeah. like you gotta get a shitty cocktail at a Texas Roadhouse, right? Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. It is what it is. What about you? What would you rate yourself on the beef meter?
1: Um, be kind to yourself. Yeah.
0: You know what? I'm gonna go with a flank steak. A flank steak? Big in size. Pretty big. Yeah. Some people don't know
1: what to do with it. See, yeah, some people don't know what <laughs> But to some do people bit. can make it sing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you can spice it however you want, and I think depending on how you treat your flank steak, that's what you're going to get but out of treated, it. That's actually a
0: very accurate
1: uh, explanation of how you interact with people. I think so. That's, yeah. very, that's
0: a very fair way to operate. I'm
1: very on the wave with people. Like, yeah. I like to flow with people. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I think that's a great starting place for us today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, gang. We have Legally Blonde and Inception bam, bam, for you today. Bam. What's the theme song for that? Not okay. I can't remember. Okay. It has a
0: soaring score, but I
1: Inception. Can't all, 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 right you, all you, right you got to do is go boom. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that happens a lot. I think. All right. Maybe <laughs> I, maybe we watch these movies. I
1: week. I'll be. I think we should be upfront with our audience. We have watched these movies. We have watched <laughs> these movies inception is an interesting story yes but we're gonna start with legally blonde legally blonde hit him with that synopsis boy. the synopsis
0: of legally blonde my off the dome synopsis of legally blonde l woods a fashion merchandising major and president of the delta new sorority at it, it's is it ucla or do they make up a college name or something? i don't remember a college I, I i remember it as ucla but i think they they'd say something else um Is head over heels with her beau, Warner Cunningham III. Everything seems perfect for this dream girl. She has best friends, best clothes, and a best man. Uh, What could possibly go wrong? Uh Uh-oh. She gets broken up with at the beginning of this movie. Oh, darn. Uh, Warner Huntington III declares that she is not serious. So she does what any self-respecting person does. And she... Smarts up, gets ready to go to Harvard, and sets off to rekindle the flame with the man of her dreams. What's going to happen? How's she going to do it? Is Warner worth it?
1: (laughs) No. Not at all. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay. First of all, I want to say Caitlin Bettendorf does an amazing job as well. <laughs> Shout so, out to Caitlin Bettendorf. <laughs> um, so uh, one of the reasons we, we picked this like on the poll, uh, Sister Act was included too, is that uh, in college, our, our freshman year of college in theater school, um, our, our school did uh, Legally Blonde. Um, and
0: you were in Legally Blonde. I right? was. I was one of the horny admittance boys Yes, my freshman year
1: of uh, college. And I watched it. Mm. I got to see it live. He was doing other shit. Yeah, yeah, other I was cool shit. Other, other plays and stuff. Yeah, um, so that kind of brings us there. Um, but Alex has never seen this movie, or yeah, had never seen this. movie. I had never seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Just little clips, like the the, the the what? Like it's hard. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that a little bit. Mm-hmm. The bend and snap. Yeah, the bend and snap and love. Sure. Yeah. What were your first impressions of this movie? I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, because the musical version, of course, like picks and chooses its. Um, it's little beats. It's kind of. Yeah. 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 Um, which is, it's it definitely changes. Like, like for the one thing I, I picked up on is we don't get a lot from um, Luke Wilson's Emmett in this. No, not a ton. Because, I mean, I mean you have the whole thing a... where he's like, I'm poor and I worked really hard to get here. And it's definitely him just being like, background, like, hey, I support because there's not, yeah. there's truly not a romance in this. There's just the ending where they're like, oh, they dated. Yeah. For two there's years.
0: like the little like kind of from a distance admiration and yeah, respect. Yeah. But
1: yeah. this this one was really cool. I mean, because um, it is so lead focused, and the side characters, of course, they're uh, bits of si- uh, side plot subplot. Um, but I was really invested in the journey of of L and watching how capable she is as a character. Like it was just. It was inspiring and really funny and endearing, and it's, it, it makes sense that this is a, a cult classic for so many people.
0: Yeah, I would say, honestly, I think Elle Woods might be one of my favorite lighthearted comedy characters. Yeah. Like, easily. She's so smart, she's so kind, she respects everyone. Well, she only wants the best for people. Absolutely, she
1: does. Beautiful, beautiful Elle. Yes, beautiful Elle. Um, so, very early on, like, we were at the Delta News sorority... Um, she plans to go on a date uh, with uh, Warner, and she's absolutely certain he's going to propose. It's not just any date. Yeah, it's the it's date. The date. <laughs> um, and she, it's you, kind of catch an early glimpse of her character when she's shopping for the date, and I really like the part where she's like the um the the sales associate yeah. at the at the uh, boutique, I guess, tries to. Um, upsell this dress and she's like no you idiot this was in a magazine a year ago you're not slick don't
0: <laughs> yeah the stitch is wrong that you're explaining
1: i loved it it was so Get good the fuck off my dick yeah she said yeah but it is cool because like uh, this movie is kind of separated into two halves and honestly you could have told an entire story of her just getting into harvard and being yeah. done with it mm-hmm. you know what i mean but then it's like no there's a whole case and there's exploitation through uh, Professor Callahan and someone she really cares about is in is in trouble, you know, for, for murder, and you're like, Holy shit, this goes so far. And yeah. it didn't have to. Yeah, it
0: just keeps moving and the plot's just really fun. Like yeah. there's so many like they, they put an effort into like developing this and it paid off and it's very it's a
1: fun movie. It's uh it's got good feels. I mean it is. It in and, and As lighthearted as it is, you watch a lot of these, like, comedies where, like, I mean, sure, you have an opinion of the characters, but they're not, like, they don't get to your soul. When I tell you how much I hated Vivian at the beginning of this, (laughs) I was like, you are so mean. Yeah, Vivian was an asshole. I would have called her out in the middle of of, of lecture. I would have been so pissed. For
0: sure. Um, I love all of the the little... um, the side characters in the Harvard class, mm-hmm. like, just the whole collection is awesome. Yeah. Like, you have everyone, like, totally—and and it's cool how, like, at the beginning, everyone's, like, jerking themselves off because they're all, like, insecure around these other smart people at Harvard. Like, when they're all, like, I have an IQ of 297, and I can talk to dolphins. Yeah. By the way, my dad owns Jupiter. <laughs> Uh, what do you do, bitch? <laughs> you know?
1: I just, okay, I, I was looking up the cast of characters, because
0: me and There's were, so many. There so there's so many, many people. Great little... Honestly, it's like... Obviously, Elle Woods is the star of the show in this, but it, they really have a wonderful ensemble cast Absolutely. in this whole film.
1: I was just laughing because there's a character who um, is like really tall and dorky and like gets a book for Elle, and Elle puts on a show in front of these girls he's trying to ask out. Mm-hmm. His name... What is his name? Dorky David Kidney, played Dorky by Oz David Perkins. Kidney. Dorky David,
0: <laughs> aka Big Cock, Craig. Big Cock
1: Craig. There was no. Was a Big Dick Dan. Big like, Dick we Dan was the first of one. Close I, to I, that. I, like, I like Big Cock Craig more. Like. I like Big Cock Craig. Wait, wait. So what was his actual name? Dorky David Kidney. Dorky David. Big Dick David. Big Dick David. In go. the house, swing it around, bud. <laughs> um, but uh, Jennifer Coolidge is in this. An absolute pleasure. Yeah, I,
0: honestly, I forgot that Jennifer Coolidge was in this movie, and I'd seen it before.
1: Yeah, it's so good. Her and the UPS officer. Yeah, uh, officer. Yeah, he's a UPS. Yeah, he's a
0: he's a real enforcer. <laughs> he's a real enforcer. Yeah, he's like, I got a big clean. package for you.
1: <laughs> Jail time. Oh, um, damn. Uh, Linda Cardellini, who was I was very excited to see. I didn't know she was in yeah. this movie. Linda Card- the,
0: wait, 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 Is this like the Linda Cardellini show now? I fucking love she it, man. So many, so Look, many Linda Cardellini baby. Yeah. <laughs> Linda Carter beefy. Very good. <laughs> Did you have a favorite ensemble character?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would say if I had to pick – I mean, Jennifer cool, Jennifer Coolidge is a standout, but yeah. I do like Str- – I think it's Professor Stromwell. Yeah, right I loved Holly her. Taylor. Yeah. Um, her just general – I mean, she's only in, like, two scenes, mm-hmm. but, like – the strength that she gives Elle, and also the absolutely no bullshit—like I, I appreciated that because I think at the crux of the film, when she comes back and is like, "Really, you're gonna let this guy decide your future?" Whatever. I'm yeah, really like, good. Yeah, honestly,
0: every character gets a little arc in this. Yeah, everyone. Like every every character gets,
1: and it works. It Except just... for
0: maybe Emmett. Emmett stays pretty neutral, pretty sameish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and maybe Warner. I think the Warner most... just realizes that he's. He like realizes that he's a baby. Yeah, in yeah. this film, yeah, that's his character growth.
1: No, I think the most shocking character development was with Vivian. Yeah, because I really did not. I thought she was just going to be a bitch the whole movie. Yeah. Like I was like, no. But then like, I guess Vivian's just guess, insecure. She's Vivian, just yeah. Vivian's just trying to find her place, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, that and, that rock is huge, though. That's a that big fucking, rock, baby. She should have pocketed the rock and left Warner. Yeah, <laughs> she shouldn't have given that shit back. What do you think? What do you think Warner and Vivian are doing right now? It's been. Oh, like – It's been 10 years uh, or 11 years. Warner is for sure an alcoholic. Okay. He has another –
0: I'm sure like some sort of like – he probably has like an influencer wife or Mm -hmm. something. She does like – she has like a matcha startup and is really into like mindful archery
1: Okay. Like that,
0: That I think that's mindful archery. Mindful archery. I like that. Yeah, I like exactly. that.
1: Exactly. See, the guy who plays uh, Warner, um, how he looks now, Matthew Davis, mm-hmm. he just looks like he would spill a beer on himself <laughs> at, a, at a restaurant and <laughs> I be, think he's like, an attractive be like, player. are you kidding me? And then not tip because he spilled the beer on himself. <laughs> that's the vibe I'm getting from him. That's fair. So, uh, and w- what do you think? Do you think that's what
0: Warner's doing right now? He's drunk at a bar? Yeah, spelling Veronica. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think that's like a, a stereotype, and I don't know if it's true, but I've heard a lot of stereotypes of like lawyers and just getting absolutely blasted. Any there's a lot of him. lawyers are alcoholics. Yeah,
0: and I mean it's understandable.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got a lot to do, a lot of work. Yeah, and sometimes not pretty work. Yeah,
0: Vivian, I think is like uh, like works for the UN or like the world like World Court or something. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. She like oversees like the trial of like war crimes at the at the UN yeah. at the Hague, at the Hague.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about story. A little bit more. A little more. Because um, I think my like I get I mean I'm invested throughout the whole thing, but I think when it comes down to uh, uh, the Brooke trial, mm-hmm. I was I was very into it I yeah i was very into it and also because like i mean ella's in a room with all of her colleagues and is now in this is it an internship yeah it's an internship this one and she gets the alibi mm-hmm. and i was like give them the fucking alibi I'm <laughs> <laughs> like this is not i don't know i was like i was stressed i'm like if you just give it to them you'll you'll be you'll be set you can work forever yeah have have money out the ass also the whole idea that
0: like I was talking to to you about this before, um, before we did this podcast episode. But the I feel like Callahan's a bad lawyer. Like Callahan's not a good lawyer. No, he's not. I feel like there's there's definitely ways to like refute these criminal charges. Yeah, without like specifically having it is it is kind of shady that she doesn't want to give an alibi at all, for sure. But the whole idea that like that. that Chutney is like in the shower and doesn't hear a gun,
1: but also they don't find a gun. They also don't find a gun. There's yeah. almost no. So How proof did Brooke stash did the gun? But she
0: was covered in his blood.
1: Yeah, but okay. So I just I'm, I am I I just wouldn't because the jury has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that it is true. You know that what it I was mean? For sure her. It yeah. was it was already flawed to begin. It should
0: have been a mistrial to begin with. It honestly frankly. should have
1: honestly yeah. Um. But I love that Elle's knowledge of hair.
0: Saves the day. Saves the day. You know, this is the thing. Um, my girlfriend's been reading this book. I can't remember who it's by, but it's it's about how um, people with a large array of skills, like kind of like people that take the time to have a breadth of skills rather than a depth of skills, ex- uh, like succ- uh, succ- excel, excel and succeed in life. Mm-hmm. Elle Woods is an example of breadth, yeah. I think. She's just Absolutely. like a jack-of-all-trades kind of kind of character. But
1: now I do kind of wonder, because that her her skill set, though, for this is very specific. It is. It's just how often in her career afterwards that— Well, but she also knows the law, too. Well, yeah, I mean, she knows you know? the law, but it's never— gonna, Like, she said the chemical compounds that it takes yeah. to, like, do a perm. I just wonder now— how often she's going to actually be able to do that in court. You know what I mean? I don't know. But she's got her other her other bag of tricks, too. She'll be great. What's her, what's her other bag of tricks? There's going to
0: be some sort of, like, uh, she'll have some sort of, uh, like, civil lawsuit between, like, a car dealership and, like, a Porsche owner. Okay. And she'll be like, I know Porsche. I've been in Porsches since. <laughs> I've been one and a half and she'll fucking bust everyone's balls. Wreck everyone's Win shit. the case. Incredible.
1: Yeah. Um, we are also laughing because the sequel to this movie is about her dog, Bruiser. Which, shout out to Bruiser. Bruiser's the king. Bruiser's I the king. I love the Kyoto
0: Taco Bell little ad that they got in this movie, too. This the best. Yeah. You
1: know what's so funny about that, though? What? Kind of side note. I, when I was very, very little, I had a fear of the Taco Bell dog. Oh, my God. And what? how deep his voice was. I was like, How this deep is it? Yo, Kyoto Taco Bell. Is it that deep? It's like that deep. I thought I it was think. Yo quiero
0: Taco Bell. I
1: don't think so. But when I was a kid, it was very deep in Damn. my mind, and I used to have nightmares. I thought it was much higher pitched than that. Maybe it, I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll we'll put something in here. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to have like nightmares where this dog was like on my chest mm. and got in my face and was like, "Oh my god, Yo quiero Taco Bell," and then started eating my face. <laughs> what?
0: It's, it's a true story. You are a three bean
1: layer burrito. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, I just oh You're so beefy upsetting.
0: crunch wrap. Um, no, no. That's why
1: I like that Bruiser was barking at that TV. I was like, "You get him, Bruiser."
0: Yeah, very good. Um, Bruiser the- <laughs> was good. The, all the dogs across the board are great. Yeah, yeah.
1: But now, now I want to watch the sequel because it's about uh, Bruiser's family getting abused through animal testing, mm-hmm. and Elle's, I guess, like on the case essentially. But I also now want to see that musical, and I want Bruiser to be played by an adult man. Oh, my God, you, but you want to see the Legally Blonde two, the musical? Yes. Oh man but I want all of the dogs to be played by people. That sounds fun. Yeah. I think that would be a blast. Damn. Um, I like that. I like it too. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. Um, and it's so, I mean, comparing back to the, to the musical a little bit, cause that's, that's all I had to pull on really from this. Um, just thinking of the song choices and things like that, like the, Oh my God, you guys like for some reason I was like expecting that to be yeah. <laughs> at the beginning. Cause at, there was a lot of space for it. And bend and snap was almost an entire musical number.
0: Yeah, they basically did have a little a little minus the music Minus the number. music, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Which is, I I don't know. I, what are your favorite songs from the musical?
0: Oh, man. Um Bend and Snap is really fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: the Harvard admissions song is really fun. Uh, those are probably my two favorite. Okay. My two favorites, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think, I mean, my two are, I think, Legally Blonde. Yeah, Legally Well, isn't that when she... Is writing her essay or no? I don't think so. Okay, that's a fun one too. Yeah, and um, I mean you you, you sung it recently but chip on your shoulder. Oh yes, that's a fun one. Mm-hmm. That is a fun one too. Yeah,
0: I agree. I really like the portrayal of the Delta News in this. Yeah, yeah, I it's like very fun. I, I they, like, they have a they have like a great way of because a lot of two thousands movies do this where like they have their cast of characters and um. They they have a lot of like caricature, caricature characters mm-hmm. that they just kind of like make fun of, and it feels like kind of mean. Mm-hmm. This is like everyone's kind of a caricature, caricature. Is that how you say it? Caricature. Yeah. Um, but it's like fun. Like they're all having a good time. They're just like being themselves. Like they feel like
1: it's like everyone is a stereotype, but nobody gets bullied for their stereotype. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And, yeah, that, that does work really, really, really yeah. well. Um, yeah, because I like when the two Delta New sisters come to Elle's trial. They're like, we're here! And I was like, yeah. I, I feel like they're just going to really disrupt yeah. this motherfucker. And like, it's like <laughs> they, they
0: don't get bullied, like, by the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they Like, they don't – it doesn't feel like the people that made the movie are, like, acting in bad faith. Toward these characters. No. Like, obviously, there's like people, like other characters in the movie that make fun of each other and things like that, mm-hmm. but it's not like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There, there's like some movies where it seems like like people will write characters and like actively just don't like them. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell sometimes, and this is one where all the characters are. Yeah, loved, because, except for maybe I mean, Warner. Yeah. And, 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 uh, uh Uh, Callahan. Callahan. For sure. Callahan's – But I did – Speaking of, like, Callahan, I think he is, like, a very – He's a very good character for this film because he's, like – He seems like everything's chill. Like, obviously, he's, he's like, doing the shitty stuff to Vivian, like, making her get coffee and everything. But then, like, the way that he comes on to Elle, like, ends up being so unexpected. Yeah. I thought at least. Yeah. Because there's no, like – there's no, like, real foreshadowing no, no. to it, to There's me, no preemptive least. notion, none to at all. To me at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that was, like, really good, because it's, like, the, the, the people watching this movie are, like, having a good time, good time, and then all of a sudden,
1: bam. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This guy really is a piece of shit. Piece of garbage. Yeah. Um, but going back to your point, though, like, and, and the caricatures and stereotypes, like, I mean, Elle herself is a stereotype. And I think like a lot of the film's message is just learning how to be yourself and like operate for yourself and learn and grow your strength for yourself. So I think all of those things kinda work in tandem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's a really it's a really beautiful, uh, lighthearted movie. I really liked it a lot. Really fun. Yeah.
0: Thanks for recommending this one, you guys. Yeah. Thanks for voting on this there one. There were
1: like forty five people who voted. I, I know. was like really this is so cool.
0: Yeah, thanks so much for voting for this one, guys. This one made us feel good.
1: It made us feel good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to uh, scoring. Yeah, I think that's fair. Cool. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I think you should go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Um, I will give this an 8 out of 10. Um, not for any other reason. It's not like a perfect movie, but like there's, there's they just do such a good job with character development all across the board and with their story. I think it works really, really well. Um, in terms of beef score, I gotta give something something lean, some lean, something lean, something healthy. L- l- yeah, healthy. I don't really know what's on the, the, the side of beef that is like super healthy and good for you. Mm. you know, I'm not that guy, but let's 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 pretend it's a it's a it's a New York strip. Okay, the healthiest cut. Yeah, it's a smaller cut. I, I think, I'm pretty <laughs> maybe, sure. Maybe a fillet mignon. Fillet mignon, then. Let's 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 go with ah, that. Mwah. mwah. It's like a, a dollop of some steak sauce and a nice little uh, side, side salad, salad. Uh, uh, a fruit salad. Bam! Yummy, yummy. There you go. Go ahead, bub. Uh, I'll give this an eight point
0: two. I think it's a very fun film. I think this is my favorite uh, early two thousands movie that we that we've watched. Aside from when did Scream when did Scream come out? The 99. Oh, okay. Then Scream doesn't count as a two thousands film. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. Really, really cool. fun. Um, Makes me feel good. I love Elle Woods. I love Emmett. I love Paulette. I love all the Delta News. I love Big Dick Dan. David. Is that his name? <laughs> Big, Big Dick, Dick David. David. Shout out. Big Dick Dorky To the David. real one. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give this a um, I mean, the beef score. I think everyone that hasn't seen this movie that likes kindness and fun and originality should watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a uh, a, a wonderful boutique uh, charcuterie spread. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Honestly, get a charcuterie spread. Get like a bag of wine. Watch yeah, it with your friends. Drink some fucking rosé. You'll have a blast.
0: Have some cheesecake. It's a short movie too. It like, is. They don't... And it flies. It flies. We've been blessed with movies that fly this week. Definitely. Honestly. Um, yeah. So that's our little take on Legally Blonde. We're gonna go to commercials we wish we had. And then we'll get right into Christopher Nolan's Inception. Big turn in five, four, three, two, one. All right. So, what do you want to be sponsored by
1: today, Alex? Oh, you gotta go. I'm not ready. No, you gotta go. I got. I'm not ready. Oh, is it because you're not ready? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, gang. Bear with me, because I, I want. To be sponsored by the one, the only, Elf Bar. Elf Bar? What's an Elf Bar? An Elf Bar is a really bad thing for people that they shouldn't have because it will ruin your life and you won't be able to get up the stairs to your own apartment because you're breathing so fucking hard to, to, to vape. Damn. Which is Shout out to Elf Bar. Shout out to Elf Bar. Thanks for killing me. Really appreciate you. <laughs> It's not your fault. Yeah, it's it's your kind of is. Yeah. Uh that's
0: that's mine. <laughs> that's really good. I I have a strong feeling that we're going to get that sponsorship.
1: Yeah, 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 I'm sure we will.
0: Yeah. Uh I want to be sponsored by hmm, Who do I want to be sponsored by? I want to be sponsored by um by full body massages. Mm. I feel like I could use a full body massage right now. Just some some good like Release. I got to get some knots out of my system. My shoulders have been feeling sore. I want to be sponsored by universal full body massages, (laughs)
1: not sexual body massages,
0: just a a normal spa
1: related massage. Oh, but you know what would be so nice? Getting that massage and having a fucking elf bar strapped. Oh my my God.
0: Oh, (laughs) it's continually pumping. That sounds horrible.
1: Oh, it sounds so good.
0: <laughs> I they like push it out. They push it out of your lungs. Wow. While they're kneading your back, that would be nice. Jesus Christ, so good. The level of depravity. I also need a massage, man. I
1: know. This is bad. My shoulders are messed up. I know. We need some coupons.
0: We need some. We should. We need to do like. Uh, we we gotta get a Groupon.
1: If anybody wants to uh, uh, send us a link to a Groupon for a, for a massage, hmm Just just you know, let us know. Yeah, let us know. That'd be super nice. Yeah. We'd appreciate that yeah back to the pod back to the pod I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the big boom that nolan does and then you can do a whole Nolan thing when we get back I get to do the Nolan thing what's the, what's the Nolan thing just like uh, um violin bumps okay okay ready yep. Okay. okay we're gonna go back to the pod and the second we get back we'll 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 be in inception land okay okay ready here mm. we go we're going back
0: boom <laughs> From the mind of Nolan. It sounds too scary. No, 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 no,
1: too scary. no, 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 Fucking explosions, fucking buildings, A-listers out the ass, fucking
0: dreamwalking,
1: dreamwalking and dead wives, dead wives and sad stuff. There's so many
0: Leonardo DiCaprio movies where he has a dead wife. Are there? Uh, maybe I'm just thinking about this in Shutter Island.
1: I was thinking Shutter Island too, I don't know this what This very else... much
0: gave me Shutter Island vibes sure. in some
1: ways, yeah. in some ways, in the psychology. In the psychology of it? Yeah, right? sure. Okay, well, this is a movie called Inception, and I'm going to get into a synopsis right now, right off the friggin' dome. Leonardo DiCaprio plays Cobb, who is a very unique thief in that he uh, takes secrets from people's minds uh, through entering their dreams. Um, He is wanted in the U.S. for a crime that he did not commit. However, someone offers offers him a job that uh, if he completes, will let him see his children again. Uh, This process is called Inception, and the big task of this movie is having someone uh, create an idea or memory for themselves, but he has to assemble a ragtag group of different skill sets to help him attain this goal. Great. Is that okay? Yeah. I think that, that works. <laughs> it gets the point, you know, I was You know what? No, fuck that. That's a really good description because that's not going into what Inception really even is. There's oh, so much bullshit. Leaves you wanting some more. Some bullshit. I mean, I'm, I don't mean bullshit. Wow. Just stuff you gotta pay attention to. Mm. Definitely. We watched this movie... Over the course of, like, what, four hours. Yeah. There were some interruptions in it. We
0: didn't get to it until a bit later. Yes. In the evening. It
1: was very long. Mm-hmm. Um, so, initial thoughts on this movie.
0: Initial thoughts? I love this movie. Uh, also, to everyone listening, uh, this is one of the few picks that neither of us had ever seen. Yeah,
1: yeah. Not since the beginning of the pod.
0: I had seen pieces of Inception, mm-hmm. but... Um, I never sat through and watched the entire film. Yeah, uh, it's really good. I mean, like just thinking that this is like, like this is made in 2010. All of the visuals look just as good, if not better, than basically any other movie I can imagine that's come out in the past two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, Christopher Nolan just has like an incredible knack for just incredible, just the scale of his visuals. Is crazy. Like yeah. his and his use of like a lot of practical effects is nuts and the amount of focus and detail and homework that he does to like get the exact look and feel for his films is like it's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely
1: remarkable. I, I kept being brought back to old. Um Shyamalan's old. To old wife. Just in the way that Nolan projects his storytelling is similar, yet so different. You know what I mean? Because with this movie, like, I was asking questions very early on, and Roma was actually watching this movie with us, and Roma has seen it countless times. And I was like, well, okay, this is already confusing because they, like, they didn't mention this that, or this, that, or the other thing. And she's like, they'll, they'll explain it, like, down the line. I'm like, when? She's like, down the line. And there's a lot of stuff in this movie that doesn't get revealed until the very end, and Shyamalan kind of does the exact same thing, but it's definitely more in your face with his exposition. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: for sure. Um,
1: <laughs> but it still kind of operates on the same wavelength. It's 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 I was, like
0: not letting not showing the audience all of your cards immediately. Yeah,
1: yeah, but then like with Shyamalan, when the when the cards are shown, it's like that's that's it, that's it. Yeah. Um, with no this, more ambiguity. Yeah, there's so many twists and turns up until like the very end. That keep you so engaged and invested. It just—I—I I, I had a blast with this movie. It was very, very fun, and it made me feel smart. <laughs> it made like, me like I could dream walk. Yeah, yeah. Just like, j- just understanding all of the concepts alone. Because I like when we were sitting with Roma. Like I was like, oh, this is so interesting. Because what he does is he has a character that is not in the know, and this is for e- even like the Dark Knight series. There's a character that's not in the know. He lets the action play out and he lets the character that's not in the know say, oh, this is how it works. More action displaying how it works. And then another character will be like, okay, this is me saying how it works. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally does. Um, So, yeah, I, I really appreciate the way that he uh, tells the story. Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. Um, There's just so
1: much in this
0: movie. Mm-hmm. Um. The, like, just the, the the world that, the world and the rules that they built for this is very, very cool. How, how do you feel about the cast overall? Oh my god, I love this cast. Um, they really are just, like, all fucking rock stars. Like, they're, they're all <laughs> rock
1: stars, and it's so funny because every single person on this cast is capable of such emotional depth. Yeah. But there's not really time for emotional depth. Like, Leo, Leo gets all of it. I would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was so excited to see Tom Hardy. Anytime I see Tom Hardy, I, I get I get giddy. I love Tom Hardy. Who's your favorite person on this cast? My favorite person in this cast.
0: Um, I mean, Leo is great. I really like uh, I really liked Elliot Page in this. Mm-hmm. Elliot Page is really good, and the concern that they have for um, like all of this crazy shit that Cobb isn't telling people about is really excellent. Um, I think my favorite character in the movie, honestly, though, is Fisher, is Killian Murphy, is their mark. Yeah. Um, because there honestly really isn't, like, a bad guy in this film. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Fisher's not an inherently bad person. He just happens to be the heir to this billion-dollar, basically, monopoly, and his competitors want to pick apart his business. Yeah. You know? Um... And I really like that. I liked that the kind of the villain in the story was like Cobb like not being able to like rectify his grief with with the loss of his wife. You know? Mm-hmm. That's like kind of what the villain is. Is like
1: <laughs> his his past, him yeah. him making the mistake of dreaming too much. Yeah, but ba- you know, basically like- or like
0: refusing
1: to acknowledge that his wife is gone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, which is really messed up because this entire crew should have been fully aware. there is oh, too yeah. much there's too much that has gone wrong that will go wrong with his like wife as a projection. Like he he realistically should have gotten them all killed every single one of them. yeah, for sure. you know what I mean? for sure. or in limbo for 80 years. I know. I know. Crazy limbo. Crazy limbo. So th- this movie has so many layers, and they're literally, like, different aspects of the story. Because you have, like, the initial layer, it's the car chase, that's when they're in the first layer of the dream. Then the second layer is in the hotel, and the third layer is in in the mountains. In the mountains. It's in that, that Mission
0: Impossible, uh, not Mission Impossible, in that Top Gun Maverick uh, <laughs> spot yeah. where they fight <laughs> the inevitable, like, seemingly Slavic maybe nepali's landscape (laughs)
1: yeah yeah um but it was it was so so interesting with the time dilation stuff as as well and how each layer is immediately affected Um, yeah like when the car is going into the water so the next layer like gravity is all messed up and um they're in an elevator in the third level and it starts like the stuff with the elevator, don't they on the third layer? It, it, does gravity mess up in the third layer too? Something. Uh, no, I thought, the
0: gravity doesn't get messed up too bad in the third layer, but there's that huge avalanche that comes. The avalanche because yeah. of the the kick. It's in the hotel that there isn't gravity. Yeah, because yeah. of the because of the water, because yeah. of the falling out of the off of the bridge into the water. Um, and it's cool how we, how they bounce back between all of these three different. Dream escapes.
1: Yeah, my my biggest thing that I just was like, I don't know if it's a flaw or not, but I think it was just so dangerous. Cause, because you, you're operating on these kicks, this feeling of falling and all this stuff, and you're on an airplane. <laughs> yeah. You know? Any type of turbulence will just wake your ass up or, <laughs> or send you to a different layer. Like, I don't know. I was like, this is this. But is they need the best big idea.
0: kicks. They need a big kick because they're so sedated.
1: I, oh, yeah. I guess so.
0: Except for when they explain it the first time and he just tips him in a chair. And yeah, he's like, well, I'm but, awake. <laughs> yeah. There's a few things, I think, that are a little, hm. A little, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like how it was so easy. Like, not that it was easy, but that, that – uh, Leo's character and his uh, his wife, um, like they were able to get out of the uh, out of limbo by killing themselves in the dream world, but that doesn't work sometimes in limbo. You know, well because because they explained it a little. It's it's because but... of the sedation. It's because of oh the it's level because of they're sedation. also sedated. Yeah, I see that makes sense because
1: because yeah. you sedate yourself either way. But then they go to that group where it's all old people and they do that for like forty to sixty hours. Yeah, based on that guy's like. Uh, sedation for sure uh, concoction yeah to hang in their dream world yeah would you pay to get trapped in the dream world fuck no, no. and you know what's so funny to me cause like this movie also like cause Nolan stays grounded and, and we all appreciate we all appreciate that if I was in a dream I'd be flying everywhere I'd be <laughs> flying everywhere I would be on my yacht that I want so bad and like I don't know man I would be jumping on the moon or running across the sun Bam. it just feels so so grounded
0: yeah it is very grounded and I don't it, know. as d- grounded as like a crazy dream can be but it's dreams that feel real yeah. you know they're trying to make him they're trying to convince him that
1: all this is real yeah you know and they do they succeed I think I think my favorite asp- aspect of the of the dream world is that like once your projections catch wind that you're not supposed to be there they will just kill you yeah everybody in your dream world. We'll kill the, the
0: the the militarization of the of the dream special forces was very fun. Yeah. That he's like, "Oh, he's been trained to resist this because imagine just like being like 13 like you're the heir to this fortune and you have to do like dream combat exercises <laughs> to strengthen your fucking your melon." God. You know? Could you imagine what Batman's mind would be like? Batman would, Batman's mind would be insane. It would just, you would literally like, you would transport into the dream world and then it would just rain
1: knives and all the buildings would disappear (laughs) and you'd be naked. Like that's what would happen (laughs) if you went into Batman's dream world. You'd be naked surrounded by a million machine guns. It would just be, it would be over. It would be over immediately. You wouldn't make it two minutes. Or they'd make it so like,
0: if you had powers, you didn't have powers and you're just, it's just like a big sand pit. And just a rope that goes to nowhere. And you have to, like, try to climb this crazy rope ooh, to get out. Scary.
1: Yeah. So what's your favorite scene in this movie? My favorite scene in this movie? Or, um, or like, or like location? My favorite
0: location is the hotel. Okay. My favorite location is for sure the hotel. Um, in terms of, ooh, my favorite scene? I'd say that my favorite scene, hmm... I like the – I like all of the scenes between um, between Tom Hardy and Killian Murphy, but when Tom Hardy's pretending to be Browning. Yeah, I yeah. really like all of those scenes. It makes me feel bad for Fisher. And, like, and I, I really realized, like, wow, this guy, like, really isn't, like – he doesn't seem like a bad dude, honestly. No, he just has he chronic just like daddy issues and a lot of money. He's like a normal – guy yeah <laughs> relatively yeah. you know
1: yeah I agree I think I mean of course any scene for me with with uh with Tom Hardy I like the scene where um they get attacked in the first layer and they go like hide out and that's when he's like no no no, don't shoot uh what is this it's Ken Watanabe Saito you're like don't kill him don't 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 kill him oh yeah and they're all like why not <laughs> <laughs> You're like, because, like, you'll go into limbo and, and, and then there's he, nothing down there. And he there, didn't tell them. And he didn't tell them. And Tom Hart is being like, well, I'm going to sit this one out. This is not for me. I'm not doing this shit. Yeah. Um. That's, like, that's my favorite scene. Just, like, how immediately disrupted this whole plan gets. Yeah, it
0: goes to shit immediately. Yeah. Like, it's all just a problem. Yeah. For sure.
1: Um. Oh, and also the scene where the, the wife... Uh killed herself it's that's just, a good scene too. it's just a very good scene and yeah. lead up to that you see the room well beforehand you see her well beforehand and i like because you think it's like you think it's like a domestic incident that yeah, happens in a yeah. hotel mm-hmm. and it's just she's making it look like that because um something about the kids it was something that had to do with the kids right i can't quite remember well no
0: but she she does it because she wants him to kill himself with her he wants her to jump. Yeah. So her, she – oh, sorry. She wants him to jump. So the reason that she makes it seem like this is a domestic issue is if you don't jump, everyone is going to think you killed me. So you have no choice but to jump or else your life will be over and yeah, ruined. Yeah.
1: She's like, you won't see the kids. Exactly. going to be that. Yeah. Which is so – I don't know. There was room for maybe a different push on that, I think, to get him to jump with her. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, I also like how the way that
0: they fucking killed themselves in the dream world was to let a passing train run their run their heads over.
1: Yeah, no. Like uh. But I guess I don't know. I wouldn't put my full body on that. You know what I mean? You wouldn't put your full body. What do you mean? Like on the on the tracks? Like the head thing? Yeah, just do the head. Yeah, just do the head. Don't put your whole body. I would just imagine a gun. Yeah.
0: Why don't you just do that? Yeah. I, I mean, you would die really quick and your head squashed by a train for sure. Yeah, but you gotta wait for it.
1: Yeah, you like, do. <laughs> like, oh we, God,
0: it's like not up to you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're on train time. You're on train like, time, baby. You're, you're, you're depending on Amtrak too. <laughs> you're on the LIR. Like, but it's,
1: God, that's too much. It's way too, too much. much. Way too much. Uh, but but yeah, this was uh, this was an exciting movie. It was a really exciting movie. Um, outside of this, like I haven't seen many other Nolan movies except for the Dark Knight movies. Mm. I don't think I have Dang. seen any other Nolan movies. I remember really wanting to see Dunkirk. Yeah, you haven't um, seen Dunkirk. Haven't seen Dunkirk. And what's the one that comes out this year? Or did it already? That come is out? Uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Which, sorry, I, I, at one point when we were talking about our most anticipated, I did say Oppenheimer. I don't know. It's fine. I didn't know the Oppenheimer. Man. Oppenheimer. Epenheim. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah, man. I I mean, I don't have a ton else to really say. Yeah, visually striking.
0: I honestly like the the biggest uh like tonal like message that I can take from the film is like the dangers of like unresolved grief and the damage that that can do to someone and how they you know, How how they – how the things that we long for can be detrimental to our own well-being.
1: Our own well-being, other people's well-being. Yeah, other people's
0: for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You see the effect it has on everyone in this group, his children. Because by the
0: end, like, honestly, Cobb would be fine with staying in that dream world with his kids. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: I mean, but he can't see their faces as well.
0: Well, but he could see their faces –
1: at the end, well, we should talk about that then yeah. for sure because I think we have differing opinions. And, and why couldn't he see their faces again? Um. Well, because it was just it was part of the memory. Like he can't. I see. It it was something about how, because she was there. Yes, the wife was there. I don't remember. Hmm. I don't remember. That's a shame. Dang. Um. But so the ending. We should talk about the ending. Yes. Because it is kind of up in the air. And I think we have different thoughts on this. I think we do. So do you think he made it out of the... When we first watched the movie, I thought that he made it out. But
0: you do make a good point that it's it's the same exact scene. And, I mean, the only difference is that we see their faces at the end. But they're wearing the same clothes. Like, it's the same sunset. You know, they leave it... They leave it purposefully ambiguous in they that do. way. They leave it purposefully similar to the memory. Yeah, you know. Um, and I feel like you can kind of make your choice. I will say the uh, the top bobbles a little bit when he's spinning it uh, at the end. When he does it in the beginning, it's no, like no, no. He, no it, end. it
1: doesn't bobble. It stays exactly the same. It bobbles more throughout the movie. But really, in that scene, it stays. It just stays. You never see it wobble. You see it wobble a little bit at the end. It looks like it might wobble. Damn you, Nolan! God damn you. Um, Yeah, because, I mean, they all pass each other in the airport. And the one thing is that we don't see... I don't think we see Saito at the end. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Which that would be the big determining factor.
0: Yeah, for sure, because if
1: Saito dies, how does he get to go back and see his... Yeah. Because they wake up on the plane. They all wake up on the plane. Yeah. Saito is like... Normal. His brain is not scrambled like they said it would be. Mm-hmm. But then you don't see them get off the plane.
0: Yeah. That is true. That is big. That's big, man. You know what they say in the movie? Like, do you remember how you got here? Yeah. We don't know how don't he know. got there. We
1: have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see Michael Caine at the end, and he's like, yeah, you did it. Good job. I, I'm under the notion they, they did it. I'm entirely in that camp. Oh yeah, yeah. That they it was all a success. I think so. And the only thing. That Leo's not trapped in a dream. Right. And oh. the only thing that keeps me bobbled is the Saito thing. That's fair. that's the only thing that keeps me bobbled on that. Mm-hmm. Um. What would your little object thing be that keeps you? I can't tell you. It's supposed to be a secret. But it's not okay.
0: I would have my object be, a hmm an empty pez dispenser an empty pez yep in my dream it would be filled with pez but in real life it would not have any pez but the, the hard thing is that i would need to make sure that no one ever knew that i had it because they could fuck with me by just filling it up with pez <laughs> capsules maybe you just have one so maybe mine might. isn't good yeah but then i'd be under stress in the dream i'd be like how many is a full pez how do i know there's only <laughs> ones left it'd be bad Maybe I'd do a rubber ball that bounces three times on concrete. That bounces three times? Yep.
1: Okay. I like that. If I just
0: drop it, it bounces three times. Okay. And in the dream world, it keeps bouncing.
1: I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, I would – I'd want like a metal playing card. A metal playing card? Yeah. Mm. And, I mean, you can – I mean, I would just – I've always kind of been able to do the rounded thing where you flick it and it kind of comes back around so you're gonna you're gonna have your
0: talisman based on a skill that you used to have, but now have
1: I'm saying I would falter'm really saying I would relearn it all right, but yeah, I think that would be mine, plus it seems really cool, yeah, you do like your cards, I do like my cards yeah so what's your what's
0: your final score for this film
1: um my final score I can't tell if I like or dislike that it ended ambiguously mm. that's the one thing that I like you learn so much i want it resolved no matter if it's good or bad um some stuff i'm like ooh yes that's worth talking about um but for this i'm not entirely sure i'm going to give this like a 7 out of 10 really I'm give it a 7 Inception out of 10 gets a 7 yeah that's nuts and it literally it has nothing to do with anything else except for i'm not sure if i like the ambiguity mm. and like this is our first time really talking about it i mean i would love to explore conversation or like watch some YouTube videos or hear some more discussion in general about it. Um and that definitely could change my mind. But for now I think it's just like a seven out of ten. All right. In my brain. Yeah. Dang. I'm gonna give
0: Inception a I give it a nine point one. Honestly. Cool. I think it's a very excellent film. Yeah. Um it's it's like what is it, two hours and twenty minutes or two and a half hours or two something hours like that? Two hours and twenty eight minutes. Yeah. Okay. It flies. Like, the pacing of this film is so good. Yeah. Like, if you just want to have, like, a fun time watching a movie, like, it's perfect. It's got the perfect amount of action, incredible visuals. It's got great performances. It has, like, emotional weight to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I like this film a lot. Yeah. And I would give it – I'd give it a, a big old bucket of beef. Big old bucket yeah, of beef. Yeah, a big old bucket of beef.
1: I like it. Yeah. I'm in the same camp. Yeah. I'm in the same camp. Yeah. Um, maybe it was just like a hole at the bottom
0: of the bucket. Ooh. You can't tell if it keeps going on forever. Exactly. Maybe like a a bucket of beef that doesn't empty. Maybe yeah. that could be the show's talisman. Is you have a, a a bucket of beef, but once you take out 10 pieces of beef, it's empty, in the dream world it's just full. It's just all full all the time.
1: All the time. Yeah, cool. I like it, man. Yeah, I really liked and I liked both of these movies. Yeah, very good. What do you think it would be like entering the mind as Leonardo DiCaprio through Elle Woods? Like, what do you think we would see?
0: Like, in, if you were an Elle Woods dream?
1: Yeah. What's the first layer? Where are we at?
0: The first layer is probably the nail salon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I think I think we'll go even deeper in the second layer and go to the adoption center where she got Bruiser.
0: Oh, cute. Yeah.
1: That's nice. Yeah. Nice. And the third layer is just... Big, the woods, <laughs> the, the woods, <laughs> but it's just dorky, uh, dorky David, dorky
0: David. And he chases. He's you. a woodsman. Yeah, it's a, a bunch of dorky Davids.
1: He's the projection that protects her mind. <laughs> this is dorky that's fair. David. Yeah, yeah.
0: Bruiser's like a little. He's like a a fixture. He's yes. not. He's not the protector. No, 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 no. That's that's
1: my my man, David. I like it. Or 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 it would be like the everything everywhere all at once girl who has like the dog on the leash. And uses it as a oh that's interesting. Tool, yeah. but it's just dorky David throwing around Bruiser yeah that'd be kind cool. nice. of cool. Nice, okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the ninth episode of the Bucket of Beef Show. The ninth episode, number nine, man, it feels like so much. It does. It feels like oh, and to be fair, it is a lot. It is a lot, but we're making it through. Um. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube at Bucket of Beef Show. Uh, we started a TikTok, still haven't done much with it. We're, we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, uh, as you know, Patreon access, uh, Last of Us Review uh, this week is the last episode. You get voting power on what we watch next and early access to our newest episodes. Um, I'm going to do some Patreon shout outs real quick.
0: Yeah, cool. for sure.
1: Let's do some Patreon shout outs. Shout out
0: to our sweet, sweet patrons. Sweet, sweet patrons.
1: Um, go ahead, bub.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much, Dwight, Adam, Julia, Dina, Brittany.
1: Olga, Rick, Nicole, Nikita, Nicholas. Thank you so much. You guys are the best. Uh, we'll see you on the, on our 10th episode. 10th episode. I feel like we gotta do Double something in exciting. Maybe we'll twerk on the podcast. Ooh. Yeah. Our first live podcast. It could be live, <laughs> or they can just hear the sound of our ass cheeks booming.
0: All right. And with that, my name is Luke Hodson. My name
1: is Alex Morrison.
0: Remember to stay beefy. Stay beefy. Keep them cheeks clapping. Keep uh, keep the facts a splat. Okay. That's me twerking. Bye. Bye.